Yeah, fuck these niggas up. What's good? <clears throat> What's good, my people? I just hit a switch. Switch, switch. I don't. Mm. It's a rolling, not a stop. Why shit don't never stop? Yo, it's Breakfast Blunt. Breakfast Blunt episode. Fucking. This is number four. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since I checked in. It's been a minute since I checked in with y'all. Let me pause that real quick. I was sitting here watching this Joe Budden podcast, right? And, uh, I was like, damn, these motherfuckers is just shooting this shit, being themselves. And I was like, man, it's been a minute since I fucking recorded a podcast. I was like, let me go ahead and do that. Um, I really don't have, well, actually, I got a lot to catch up on. Um, I think it's been about, it might have been, oh, shit, excuse me, might have been about a good month since I fucking, since I fucking turned this thing on, and actually, right now, I got this, uh, I got this lapel mic, which makes me feel like, shit, I can do... I can do whatever I want and record at the same time. So, um, I appreciate y'all for tuning in and listening to your boy. Although, sometimes I feel like shooting the shit ain't that, ain't that entertaining, like, by myself, because I don't have no guests. I need to get some guests on this, right? I need to get some guests on my podcast. Um. Matter of fact, this is something I thought about. Hit me up on Instagram. Instagram, my energy, M Y I N N E R G. And uh, shoot me some topics that you would like to hear me talk about. Actually, I got a few things to talk about, but first and foremost, I don't have any fucking weed right now, so I'm kind of like. Is breakfast bluntless, and it's actually nighttime right now, so so fuck it. However, I'm about to take it old school, like back to '99, <laughs> juvenile, juvenile for the '99, and uh, I'm about to go hit this black and mild outside, but it's like four degrees. Matter of fact, it's negative four degrees. But I don't give a fuck. I'm about to go outside and like continue to chop it up with y'all. Matter of fact, it might be one person listening to this. Matter of fact, I know it's more than one. Some of y'all fucking with me, and I appreciate you. I'm drinking. I'm drinking this um, this IPA beer called Raging Bitch. I'm not making this up. It's by Flying Dog. It's called Raging Bitch, <clears throat> and this is Belgian IPA. It's pretty delicious. That's right. I said delicious. And I'll say it out loud. <laughs> and I'll say it out loud. In reference to somebody all the way down the street like Cedric the Entertainer said not to do. Because I don't give a fuck. So let me get this lighter though. Um, please excuse me if you hear some loogies. Because. <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> Damn. Oh, just, just paint the picture. <laughs> Damn. It's, uh, I don't know what date it is. I don't know what date it is. What's the say on my phone? I think it's like January 20, 25th. You know, suburban Chicago. It is the 25th. Damn, that's a good guess. January 25th. 920, uh-oh. 9.23 p.m. Suburban Chicago. I wonder if this is distracting all these cars passing by. And the wetness of the streets. It's snowing. It snowed about a couple of inches or whatnot. You know how it is when they when it snows on top of snow. It snows on top of snow. So I was I was like walking to the liquor store, right? Which is right next door, unfortunately, and I really mean that shit. <laughs> it's right next door. Which is why I got the Raging Bitch IPA when I'm supposed to be saving drinking for celebrations um anyway i was walking next door and snow it was snowing it's been freezing raining and it's been snowing again and then freezing raining and snowing some more the fucking sidewalk was an ice rink two days ago no bullshit like excuse me you know it's bad when you gotta like make a point to walk on the snow to have more traction than it is to walk where where the snow has been compressed into ice anyway so that's where we're at right now let me uh, let me spark my black and mild up i went to the liquor store and they was talking about what you need to do is get this casino flavor like it's some, it's some new shit and i was like damn casino I'm like man these boys is printing money over here I'll tell you what. Hold on. I'll tell you what, though. I don't envy those cats that work in the liquor store. They got about, like, 18 cameras and, like, five closed-circuit TV screens. Just expecting to get robbed. I'm like, shit. My hat's off to them, man. Them cats is brave. They're Indian, too. Like, I don't know what that is, man. It's like, it's like, it's like the 7-Eleven is ran by some Indian cats to my right. To the, uh, specifically to the south. Right? And then to the north. Look at store ran by some two Indian cats also. What's, what what is that all about? What is that all about? How is there an ethnic how is there an ethnic alignment with convenience stores and Indians? You know they're technically Asians, but in America we don't call Indian people Asian, which is weird. That is the continent. But What's that all about, man? They get grants? They get like special grants or what something something like that? Like, or, or what is it? Fill me in. Hit me up. My Energy uh, Instagram, M Y I N N E R G. 
you feel me, hit me in the DMs and be like, yo, Justin, this is why that's like that, and uh, I'm putting you on game. I mean, I appreciate knowledge, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to be, like, ignorant. I'm just really curious. Why is it that Indians, even all the way back to the Simpsons, right? If we're going to talk about, if we're going to talk about, like, the Simpsons and shit, I think I'm going inside. It's too noisy out here, right? I'm going to go inside. I was trying to smoke this black, but I'm bringing in a shot. Fuck it, you know? You know, if we're talking about real, real fucking questions, like, why is it, why is it that, why is it that, turn this humidifier off, hold on, boom, why is it that Indians, people from the country of India, I'm not talking about Native Americans, no disrespect. I'm talking about people from the country in India. Why is it that they got all the fucking convenience stores and all the fucking 7-Elevens? What is that? What's that about? Like, is there a, is there a grant? Is there a grant specific to where you gotta be like 75% from Mumbai or or uh, or uh, think of another Indian city, Mumbai, or uh, New Delhi, or um, shit, somewhere similar, you know, shout out to uh, Baba's Head Massage, if you, if you ever are bored and on YouTube, you need to hit up Baba's Head Massage, B-A-B-A, Head Massage, this shit will make you want to go to India to get a fucking head massage, just some new shit, it ain't that, it's, I mean, it's probably new to the West, but it's some new shit, like, them, them, them cats know Eastern, I think Eastern medicine, is, in terms of the world, is is the most ancient of all medicine. And they got the shit figured out. So Baba's Head Massage, if you're not familiar, is this cat, and he's in, um, hmm. He's in, like, I don't know what part of India he's in, like, central India. Like, you gotta fucking take a camel to go to go see this cat, right? And, um, be, I don't gotta, I gotta type it in the Google. Baba head massage. Oh, see, Google knew what I was talking about. They filled it in for me. Cosmic Barber, right? Anyway, this cat, this cat gives like a, a head massage with his hands, alright, what he does is he's like, he'll, he'll wet your head down, spray your hair down with water, and then he does this thing where he like massages your head and kind of like your face at the same time, but then like, he does this, uh, I think a lot of it's for show. But then I think some of it has some type of, oh, no, dude, it says dude died. Oh, wait a minute, that might be, 
since 2018. Maybe I hope it's I hope it's wrong. I had that on my bucket list that I was gonna get a head massage from this cat. I hope he's still living. I don't want to go down this rabbit hole while 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 I'm recording. But uh, anyway, like what he would do is he would he would uh, it kind of has this cosmic this cosmic element to his massage where he would I can't even describe it honestly I'm trying to I can't do it uh, he, basically he would bring in good spirits into your mind body and soul all through his head massage technique and it's very relaxing to look at like if you there was times where like you know in America a massage, if you want to get a full body massage, let's say from the gym, or you want to go to, um, what's the name of that franchise? Massage Envy. If you want to go to Massage Envy, I think that shit costs like $80 a pop, right? Um, $80 a pop for a one hour, or maybe a 40 minute massage, and that is not cheap. So, I, uh, the good, the good, uh, alternative is to literally watch massages on YouTube. I know it sounds crazy, but try it out. If you can't afford a massage, just try that shit out. Just like, shit. Just watch that shit and just be relaxed by watching, just watching a massage in motion. It might work out for you. So anyway, that's that. But uh, in other news, let's see what's new though. Mm. Mm. I said, uh, I told myself, you know, what I mean, the the beginning of this podcast was to it was kind of like just to get something going, and I didn't care how bad it was. I was just gonna start. And then just get better, which is like, it's kind of like, in, it's, it's against what I think common people do. Common people attempt to have, have things perfect on the first go. Uh, And when you try to perfect your first shot, it really prevents you from ever trying so I'm like, I don't give a shit. I'll, I'll make it be the worst version. Matter of fact, the worst, the better. The very first try, let it, let it be, let it be the worst version ever. And I don't care about looking stupid because, I mean, I'm just going to look less stupid as I go along. You feel me? Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> this casino black and mild, like, I, I can't. I can't vouch for it yet. The cat at the liquor store was like, "Yeah, get that casino." Cause I was trying to, I was trying to like, I was trying to try something new, and I saw they had like these a la carte, like single black and milds, right? And they, and dude, this Indian cat was like, "Yeah, get that casino." I'm like, "Man, what the fuck, casino? That's a new flavor, right?" Let me try that out. Nah, nope, don't get that casino flavor. I got this other Hawaiian tropical. Oh, what's it called? It's called uh. I'm looking at it right now. I don't see the name of the flavor though, but it's oh that jazz. 
Oh, the jazz smells delicious. Um, bypass on this casino though. If if you uh, if you happen to dibble and dabble in Black and Miles from time to time, you know, for me, Black and Miles remind me of motherfucking high school. And don't don't ask me why, but like in high school, and I'm talking class of '99, just to date, just to give you that era. That shit reminds me so hard of high school, going to In Cahoots on a Sunday afternoon. If you're from St. Louis, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> going to In Cahoots, and man, the the the, the um. This aroma just reminds me of just rolling with my homeboys, man. We would go to Incahoots. And for those who are unaware, Incahoots was this large, hmm, how do I put this? It was like, it was, okay, so essentially, it, I think it was a country music, it was a country music club, like, Monday through Saturday, but on Sundays, on Sunday afternoons, they made it a hip-hop club for teenagers. And if you were in high school at that time, it was the shit. It was the shit. And I just remember having the best times of my life with me and my friends. And motherfucking Incahoots. And I can just smell the aroma of Black and Milds in the, uh, like, like, while waiting in line, on the way there, on the way back, and, like, listening to some fucking late 90s shit, you feel me, listening to some late 90s shit, (laughs) yeah, exactly, this right here, whoa, As I like this, as I like this, black and mild. Uh, yeah, look at me, an ex. Uh, yeah, so, Ankles was the shit. And that's what Black and Miles kind of remind me of. And every now and again, I like to get nostalgic and, and light one up. Like, I don't really smoke uh, tobacco, that is. However, when when weed's not legal in your state, uh, recreationally, it's a pain in the ass to get. But, like, it's not, but it is. I mean, you gotta deal with, like, that black market bullshit. You know what I'm talking about. It's like, shit, man. You gotta go all the way out your way just to get an eighth. And sometimes you just, like, say, fuck it, man. I'm just gonna get me a beer and get some black and mild and, like, fucking kick back, you know? Anyway, so I'm on some, on some other news, not to dwell on old shit for too long because you can't stay stuck in the past, you know? Message. Mm. What I would, what I do want to talk about is, I went to this vegan restaurant, right? Um, a raw vegan restaurant where, um, if 
you don't know what raw vegan is, it means they don't cook anything that is on the menu. Like, it's all non-cooked. So, therefore, every vegetable retains its nutrient. Like, every item retains its nutritional value. Because, essentially, once you cook anything, you're cooking some of the nutrients out. Like, that's just the science of cooking. So, like, if you have spinach and you heat it up, you're cooking the nutrients out. Uh, essentially, I think it goes into, like, the liquid that's retained afterwards. But even then, the heat destroys some of the nutritional property. I'm not a scientist or a doctor. So, like, definitely uh, cross-reference that. But uh, I'm, like, 95% sure that's the way it works. Um, which is why, like, when people do juice fast, you're essentially taking, you're taking the vegetable... And then you're converting it into like a liquid vegetable without heating it up. So therefore, you get, you get all the nutrients in your body. Um, anyway, so I went to this raw vegan restaurant with my friend, and um, they had like they had all these unique little quirky like things laying around for the, the guests that ate there, all right? And one of the things was the there's a box set called Health and Law of Attraction Cards. And this is by Esther and Jerry Hicks. So, like, as we were eating, I was reading some of these cards, and this shit resonated, like, 100%. Like, crazy. So then, uh, what do I do? I, uh, I take a picture of it, and then I say, I'm going to buy this shit off Amazon, which I did. So now I got the box set here at, here at home. And I want to just read. I'm going to pick a random one. And I'm going to read it. And, um, hmm. Okay, I'm going to pick a random one and read it and just see, like, see how I feel. Alright, so here's the front. The random one I picked. It says, creating a different body story can, can create a different body. Alright, let me make sure I say that without stuttering. Creating a different body story can create a different body. Alright, I'm turning it over. So the rest says, you are the only one who creates in your experience. No one else. Everything that comes to you comes by the power of your thought. If there are changes you would like to make, it will be of great value to begin telling a different story. Not only about your body, but all or but about all subjects that have been troubling you. As you begin to positively focus, Getting to feel so good about so many subjects, you will begin to feel the power that creates worlds flowing through you. And that's it. So, these type of cards, and there's like 200 of these cards in this, in this box set that say all different things, but everything is so wise and so profound. And this one talking about 
like you're the you're the only one who creates in your experience like it basically means to me what this means is it's like like your whole life experience is what you decided to be like this shit's all made up in your head and what's interesting is like before shit man like 10 minutes like 10 not 10 minutes but 10 years ago um i think was around the time i first was made aware of like a tony robbins or or you know someone of that nature and i used to think that shit was so corny i used to think like oh what do you what do you mean like tony robbins is saying like if you believe it then you can then you can achieve it and like all these like corny ass rhymes that meant like you can change your life by just thinking it kind of like the secret the book the secret i never read the secret i don't think i need to read the secret but uh, just in terms of like willing like manifesting what you want through willing it into your existence i mean some people will like laugh at that and i think i used to but the thing is, it's not to be laughed at. It's really not. The thing, is, the thing like, I think that's undersold is the work that it takes. Like, you have to do all of those things that the secret tells you. You have to do, like, you have to practice those practices that Tony Robbins advocates. But you also have to put in the work. Like, you need, whatever it is you're trying to achieve, you have got to isolate yourself and go all in on what it is you're trying to achieve like let's just say for instance let's put it into like real life um let's say you are in a dead-end job and you hate that shit like this is i think this is kind of the most common application you're in a dead-end job you hate that shit thing is you try you try to make the best of it however you still can't stand that shit. Um, we all have 24 hours a day. The same 24 hours. And you sleep eight of it. So that means you got 16 left. So then half of that 16 is you trading your time for income at this job that you fucking can't stand. Right? However, let's say it pays you pretty good. Pays you pretty good and you're able to afford a certain lifestyle that you've gotten used to. Um, you know, let's say you got kids, you got a wife, etc. And you can't just quit and do something else without like some type of proper plan in place and etc. etc. Like that's what you're telling yourself. Or or maybe deep down you always wanted to go to med school or you always wanted to go to law school or you always wanted to go to grad school but you feel like or what you tell yourself is that well I don't have the money to do it I don't have the time uh, like I got a wife and kids now um, and you know that's just something I'll put on the back burner indefinitely thing is indefinitely never happens it never comes and so essentially the rest of your life is just going to be miserable 
if nothing else, it's just going to be miserable for the fact that you can't look yourself in the mirror because you know deep down you should be doing something different. You should be chasing your dream. You should be making that shit manifest. But you don't want to get uncomfortable. You don't want to get uncomfortable because you're because your current set of circumstances has has made you so comfortable to the extent to whereas you're almost trapped by it. <clears throat> you're trapped by that comfort. And you I don't know, man, I'm not a fucking psychologist, but let's just like, etc., etc., right? And so on and so forth. Like, you know the rest. If I'm talking to you, you already know I'm talking to you. <laughs> you already know. So, like, the thing is, it's like you have the power to change that shit, but, like, it's not going to be fun. And it's not going to be pretty. And it's not going to be comfortable. It's going to be, like, you might disrupt a few things like if your marriage is if your marriage is like paper thin if it ain't on solid foundation that shit's not gonna work when you try to chase your dreams right thing is this shit ain't gonna work either way it shit ain't gonna work is it gonna really work with you pretending that that shit is comp like that that shit is working for you like, because at the end of the day, when you die, you're going to die alone. Like, you're going to be on your deathbed alone. Like, you might have family and friends around you, but it's really just you. Ain't nobody going to see that white light with you but you. So, you got to understand that this is your life. Everyone, everyone else is just extra. This is your shit. So... It just depends on, like, how bad do you really want to make this one life shot? How bad do you really want to make this shit, like, your utmost, your utmost best life? How bad? Because if you don't want it bad enough, then, like, well, I mean, that's on you. And nobody else but you. However, if you if you choose to if you choose to make that this one opportunity your best opportunity, then that's also on you. But the thing is like the only it's like the only the only con to not pursuing your dream is the fact that you're going to have regret when it's all said and done. When it's all said and done. It's like the deathbed test. And I think this is the best test. If you can just say, like, for instance, whatever you're doing now, if you can just close your eyes and imagine that, like, 40 years from now, 30 years from now, I imagine the people I'm talking to are kind of my age, I'm 38, so if you're 38 also or around that age, let's just say you're in your 30s, you're fucking halfway through your life, you're halfway through, I mean, look up what the average age, the average life expectancy is for where you are and what, like, what your ethnicity is and your nationality and, like, income level and all that shit, what's the average life expectancy? 
when like you know how long did your grandparents live how long did your, how long are your parents still here like how like even even just immediate immediate like what what do you just just face the facts um chances are you're halfway through approximately okay i hope you live to be 190 but if not and you're like everyone else you're probably halfway through this shit if you're in your 30s and that's just real all right i'm not saying that to be like morbid but it's just real shit you gotta face the fucking music you know so with that said it's like let's just say we're all halfway through this shit you know high school is done college is done grad school is done um and now here you are so now what now what if you're absolutely happy with everything the way things are going then don't change shit you know what i'm saying keep it going more power to you but if you have even one percent of unhappiness or one percent of like uh i wish i could change that shit like well yeah you can but thing is you're gonna have to sacrifice something you're gonna have to sacrifice some comfort you're gonna have to sacrifice some comfort and then like even some relationships some people are gonna want to keep you the way you are because that's how they're comfortable with you but the thing is maybe they're comfortable with you being your unauthentic self So if you're not being authentic with yourself, like, how are you really, you you can't help anyone else if you're not being authentic to yourself. So, okay, I'm getting a little off track, but, like, my point is, you gotta, like, you gotta go for the gold, man. You got one life, one shot. You gotta go for it. And getting back to this card... It says you the beginning sentence says you are the only one who creates in your experience no one else everything that comes to you comes by the power of your thought like that's not some fucking like fluff tony robbins the secret like oprah book club bullshit man that's real like everything that comes to you comes by the power of your thought like what you think is your reality Like, if you think you're not good enough to deserve, like, if you think you're not good enough to deserve the life that you deserve, then then you're not good enough. But if you think you're good enough, then you deserve it. It's weird, man, because it's like, it's not really, it, it, it sounds, it sounds easier, it sounds easier than it is to realize, but. I think the key is the really the real common denominator is getting uncomfortable. If you're not if you're not happy with where you are, then you're not comfortable anyway. So then now it's time to get more uncomfortable. You got to get more uncomfortable and and point yourself into the direction of your dreams. And then you'll grow into that comfort as you become stronger. It's like it's like going to the gym, right? I mean, when you're out of shape, you can't do fucking ten push-ups. You literally cannot do ten push-ups. However, once you begin to just face the facts and like fuck all the barber shit, 
the barber shop uh, <laughs> shit talking, and like, and you drop to the floor and you say, "Damn, I can't do ten push-ups." I was talking all that shit in the barber shop like I could fucking beat Mike Tyson. I mean, I can't even do ten push-ups. Matter of fact, that's really low. If you can't do, if you can't do thirty push-ups consecutively, you're not in good shape. Man or woman? I think man for for sure. I don't know what the woman metric is. Don't listen to me, females. But like, if you can't do thirty push-ups in a row as a man, you're not in good shape. That's just real. That's. I think that's 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 fair. If you can't do thirty, all right. However, so if you just realize that shit and get out of denial, and then guess what? You're the first time you're gonna try. You're gonna do eleven, and then the second time you're gonna do fourteen. And then after that, 17, 22, 26, 31. Okay, yeah, right? It might take you a couple of months, but you got it. So anyway, I'll wrap all this up to say, like, you are the only one who creates in your experience. No one else. Everything that comes to you comes by the power of your thought. If there are changes you would like to make... It will be of great value to you to begin telling a different story, not only about your body, but about all subjects that have been troubling you. As you begin to positively focus, getting to feel so good about many subjects, you will begin to feel the power that creates worlds flowing through you. Peace out, my people. Be good.